Some lingering aftershocks from Steve Kimes' interview on the Pat McAfee show a couple days ago. I'm going to talk about it first. I'm going to bring in Jordan Schultz, one of the best in the business, to ask what he thinks about Kyler Murray and if he should get a contract extension and his overall thoughts on Steve Kime, Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals. Here we go. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome in Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. You know the drill. Subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. I went through Steve Kimes' quotes one by one yesterday, told you what I think he meant, and I told you what I think he really meant. And um, it's interesting, the, the kind of the comments that I've gotten. I, I appreciate everybody that's reaching out. Like, listen, Steve Kime, you can take him, leave him, love him, hate him. Uh, think he should have his job or not. Um, it's fun to talk Cardinals, especially around this time of year. Um, I've been really excited to to get this guy in, chat with him, and finally get him in. Um, one of the best in the business. I will say that. Mr. Jordan Schultz joining me at Schultz underscore report. I am a huge CJ McCollum fan as well, so I appreciate you and him teaming up for the, uh, for the pull-up pod. W- one of the best podcasts. If you like basketball, if you like life, Check out that podcast as well, dude. Thanks for joining me. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Alex. I appreciate it too. All right. So let's get into this here. Kyler Murray versus Arizona Cardinals. Eric Burkhart, you know, uh, the Mesozoic era, how the Arizona Cardinals do things with contracts. Kyler Murray, the gaming extraordinaire, the introvert with an agent who is, I don't know if he's trying to make a name for himself or if this is his first time in these type of like QB1 waters. If you're Kyler, if you're the Arizona Cardinals, are you giving Kyler Murray max extension money? Well, so I think the bigger picture is, for one, is Kyler Murray the future of the organization? The answer has to be yes. He was the number one pick. Um, I know he didn't perform well in the playoffs, uh, but he is still one of the most electric young players in the league. He, he has maturing to do. There's no question about it. Uh, but you're building your franchise around him. If you think about the way that, They've gone about drafting, um, you know, adding receivers. I think this is a big year for Rondell Moore as well. Um, obviously, they bring in uh, more running backs uh, to really try to help him, you know, and and understand that the more weapons you give Kyler Murray, the more of his electric talent you'll see. I think the Murray camp has not gone about it the right way in terms of basically demanding a contract and saying that, you know, you're going to hold out. You're, you're, I, this is what I deserve. When you, when you also have to understand that the Cardinals historically, Alex, don't pay their guys the same type of way that other organizations. You know, the Bidwell family, I don't know what the feeling is among Cardinal fans, but I think it's pretty clear that they're not going to pay or overpay. Um, he's getting paid $5.5 million next season, which is dramatically underpaid for what he's giving you, one of the best five to eight quarterbacks in the league. But you also need to understand if you're Kyler Murray that you by acting like this and being petulant to a degree – you're not you're not encouraging them to take care of you. There's a way to go about it, and there's a way not. And I think the agent Eric Burkhardt, to your point, has not handled it particularly well. And acting like he has um, this you know pot of gold in Kyler Murray that cannot be cannot be uh, treated without anything without without being perfect, right? And Kyler Murray hasn't been perfect. 
And he has to understand that if he wants to be treated like a superstar, which I think he can be, then he needs to act like one, not just, you know, when he wants to. So for me, uh, I think it, uh, something will get done eventually, but I'm not convinced, like Steve Kime said, that it will happen this summer. And I'm certainly not convinced it'll be for the number that he wants if it is this summer. See, that's the important part. Jordan Schultz and Schultz underscore report on Twitter. One of the best insiders in the business, dude. Like that's, that's the important part. Like, he said on the Pat McAfee show two days ago, and we'll get into Steve Kyler in the next segment. Um, he said Kyler is our future, but he started with started with saying Kyler, you know, he's got he's going in the fourth year of his deal. He's got the fifth year option. The parentheses right now, I think, is important that was left out. He's our future now. If right. he tries to win a urinating contest with us, more times than not, the Cardinals are so stubborn and set in their ways that it's like, well, how many picks can we get for him? Now, right. yeah, let, let me ask you this. Do you think it should be enough that 24 other teams would be at State Farm Stadium front door with three first-round picks and a player to trade for Kyler Murray if the Cardinals didn't want to pay him? Like, shouldn't that be enough that your girlfriend yeah. or boyfriend is the bell of the ball? Shouldn't that be enough to realize, hey, we have something with this dude? It should be. And, you know, he got the two Pro Bowls um, his first three seasons, right? So – that's almost $30 million on a fifth-year option. So, you know, he has – he Kyler, in his mind, believes that he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league, and maybe that's true. Mm -hmm. But you also – I think if you're Kyler Murray, I think it's important to take a bigger picture here, look, and realize that you're still a very young player. And the organization, contrary to what you said, is doing everything it can, I believe, to surround you with, you know, the type of talent that you deserve. You know, I mentioned Rondell Moore, obviously Hopkins, A.J. Green. Um, you know, they bring in Marquise Brown, which is a huge coup. I, I, listen, I, I really believe that that they, they Arizona and Kime realize that this is their future. Uh, he's their guy. But I also think that there is a there is a disconnect in reality. Um, and I think, you know, if you go back to when there was a report that, you know, Kyler wasn't being the most mature, I, a lot of the guys didn't come to his defense. I think there's a clear disconnect with the organization and with Kyler. Um, and I think that what needs to happen is Kyler needs to understand that for him to be considered in that same class as, let's say Josh Allen, for example, that type of money, you know, he wants 280 million, whatever it yeah. is, 150 plus guaranteed. There is a responsibility with winning in the playoffs, having sustained playoff success, but also the maturity element. And I go back to that because clearly that's where the Cardinals – that's where the Cardinals want him to be more. They, they 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 believe he has the talent, but the organization also is craving for him to step up as a leader. For sure. And and I think that and so one question before we go, should they pay Kyler Murray market value? Yes or no? If it's if it's a yes or no, the answer for me is yes. Okay. Because yeah. it is a quarterback league. You've built a lot of your team around him, certainly your offense in terms of the skill set around him. Um, I, I believe that Kyler Murray is one of the most talented players in the league, regardless of position. The fact that he plays quarterback and he was your number one pick, you've invested all this capital in him already, um, only makes me – that's where, like, he, he has the leverage. Um, but also – so if it's a yes or no, the answer is yes. Like, I love Kyler Murray's game. Mm -hmm. I just want to see him be more mature because sure. clearly, again, I go back to it because that is the – that's the holdup. The, the, the organization – Steve Kime doesn't believe that they can trust him to the level um, of, of that contract yet. And until yeah. that happens, he's not going to get it. 
Yeah, no, that makes sense. Jordan Schultz at Schultz underscore report. Um, pull up pod with CJ McCollum. Uh, so I agree. And I also think it's a little, unf- I'm going to move to Steve Kime here and I'll get you out of here. Um, sure. With, you can't compare Josh Allen and Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow to Kyler Murray. Like you can't compare what, like it's not one-to-one Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson ruined it for everybody. Like Patrick Mahomes came in. He's like, well, I'm ready. And he's actually regressed maybe a little bit. And the NFL's kind of caught up, even though he's still exemplary. Lamar Jackson was drafted into the most stable franchise, not named mm-hmm. Pittsburgh Steelers that we've seen. And they built an offense around him. Like Kyler Murray is coming into not unstable, but not the most winning franchise ever. And not, not an organization that's been run by the letter of winning franchise law. So that's kind of where I think he's at a disconnect, but I, I do want to ask you this, Steve Kime and Cliff Kingsbury get five year get extensions through 2027 on the heels of one of the most embarrassing, one of the more embarrassing downfalls of a season for a team that started seven and zero and 10 and two, your initial thought when you saw that Cliff Kingsbury and Kyle and Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kime got those monster extensions mm. before their current contracts were up. Yeah. Cause this uh, is like, I, I was, I actually, I'm, I'm pro Cliff and Kime. Okay. I like, I like, I like the Kingsbury and Kime law firm. I, right. I, I believe um, it sounds like Cardinal fans maybe aren't in the same boat. I mean, I'm a little more like, I don't think Cliff elevates players like other coaches do. I like, I think, I think, his offensive, on- I think his offensive mind though is, is excellent. Absolutely. And that, and this organ, if they're going to win, it's going to be because if they're going to go to the Super Bowl, win a Super Bowl, it's going to be because the offense is number one in the league, top three in the league, and that Kyler is a top three quarterback. So when I look, when I think about the extension for Kime and Cliff, I think about that and the fact that I mean, Kime, he, he hasn't been perfect, and he's not. I wouldn't say he's a great GM, but I think he's good enough, and I think he's done enough good things. Um, you know, I, we haven't talked about James Conner. That was a good gamble. Yeah. They, they bring him back for three years. Um, they've had they've hit on some big picks. I I was hoping they would bring back Hassan Reddick, um, but Same. ultimately he has done enough good things. So I I guess if it, again if it's in a vacuum I'd say oh I like that. Um, I was I, I I'm an NFC West guy right. I'm from Seattle. Yeah yeah yeah. I grew up as a big Seahawk fan. I met my wife at a Seahawk game oh, when funny. I was a kid. The Cardinals were not very good, and neither were the Seahawks. When the Cardinals started to get good, you know, over the last let's say several years here, um, I started. This is way post Jerry Maguire. I started thinking, um, okay, how are they? How is Arizona going to become the class of the NFC West? It all comes back down to Kyler Murray. I mean, he's so everything revolves around him, and that's this kind of cat and mouse game, Alex. Where Kyler knows that, but the organization also knows that um, that they're they don't have to pay him right now, and so it's like this constant until so, until he gets his money, I, I feel like this is what's going to happen. Every day, every week, you're going to hear something else. And does he have the stones to hold out? I'm not sure. Yeah. You know, uh, have you, do you watch Entourage? Did you watch Entourage? Yeah, of course. Okay. Of course. So I equate Cliff Kingsbury's coaching ability to the Medellin trailer. Like he was, he's able to put together an incredible movie trailer, but sometimes the movie itself is 10 and two to missing to losing in the first round of the playoffs unceremoniously. And I kind of say that with Steve Kime also. The highs are incredibly masterfully high, but the lows are a little bit lower than what you'd want from a head coach or GM. Jordan Schultz, thank you so much for joining me, man. I really appreciate it. You fit you uh, fit me in. Tell CJ to stay in New Orleans, damn it. They got something there with Zion back. Yes. I mean, stay in New Orleans. If I if I was picking between 
Kime and Kingsbury, I would go Cliff, though. If I had one or the other. That's my boy. Me. My boy. Thanks Tell him to trade back for Lonzo Ball, too. I mean, that was the yeah, only exactly. mistake New Orleans made. It was a true play. That, that was, that That's was it. a good move. Yeah. All right, Thanks man. for having me, Schultz, Thanks so much. Coming up next, right, I'm going to hit more Steve Kime. I'm going to hit more stuff. Locked on Cardinals rolls off. We'll get into the Steve Kime talk and a little bit more about Kyler Murray, especially with what Jordan just gave his thoughts on. Next, first, Athletic Greens, AG1. Our next partner. I mean, I can see the product in my other room right now. I use it every day. I started taking AG1 because... I wasn't eating very healthy. I'm working from home. I wasn't getting as, you know, as many vitamins, vitamin D outside, things like that than I than I than I used to with my other, you know, my other main job. Um so AG1 is it's like a it's a crash course on all of the things you need for your body to work at its utmost potential in one powder shot, one cup of water, shake shake shake, drink. It's lifestyle friendly whether you eat keto, paleo, uh vegan, dairy-free or gluten-free. You know, it's got all the good stuff without tasting nasty, which is good. doesn't have any chemicals. doesn't have any artificial anything. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit, which I've had and I'm trying to kick. AG1 Athletic Greens helping me. It's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Again, as I mentioned, it's just one daily scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D. Remember I mentioned that? And five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com backslash NFL Network. Again, that's athleticgreen.com backslash NFL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, second segment, Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On Easy Cards. Thanks for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day. I am here every day, free and available on all platforms for you. Remember, Locked On Cardinals, every day. The What Is Actually Happening podcast. What is actually happening? I am here for you. Jordan Schultz was great at Schultz underscore report. Uh, the dude, the dude's a baller. It, it was awesome. He had some really interesting insight. I'm going to pick it apart in two segments. First, I'm going to talk about Steve Kime and Cliff Kingsbury. And he said he was a Cliff guy. Cool. Like, I can defend the other side. I can defend the other side because they went from three to five to eight to 11 wins in the three years that Cliff Kingsbury has been head coach. I can defend Steve Kime remaining as GM because they went in 2018 from three to five to eight to 11. Kyler Murray's getting better. They've added more players, even though it hasn't been through the draft. And even though it's the Arizona Cardinals are an elephant on a sheet of glass, we don't know how thin or thick the glass is. We don't know if it's all going to shatter in a moment or not. We don't know. Or stay strong throughout the entirety of the next handful of seasons with Kyler Murray's quarterback. We don't know. I can defend the other side. And it's interesting, like, the people that I've had on over the last week and a half didn't have that stance. You know, it's more like, is Cliff Kingsbury the guy? Is it Was the second half more about the players? Was it about DeAndre Hopkins getting, getting hurt? What was it in 2020? Was it their first close taste of success and things kind of folded? Like, was it Chandler Jones being out in 2020? Who knows? But, you know, I can defend the other side. And, and, and he made some good points. I just don't know if Cliff Kingsbury's elevating the talent necessary 
for an NFL head coach to do. And I could say the same about Steve Kime. I don't know if Steve Kime is doing his job every day like an exemplary GM would. I know he works hard. I know all that stuff. Okay, this isn't a personal attack. It's never a personal attack. I said that at the end of yesterday's podcast. I need to continue to remind people because, you know, sometimes there are personal attacks. And that that's not this. I promise you that. Um, Steve Kime, like Cliff Kingsbury, is a great movie trailer. And sometimes the movie isn't great. What he's done in free agency, what he's done through trades, great. Everything else, though, especially from 2016 through 2018, has moved the Cardinals so far back in the marathon race that all of these great moves that have been happening still don't have them at the leader of the pack because they were 20 miles back. I said this in 2020, like, great. They took a good step forward in, in, in 2020, even though they only won eight games. But they were so far back that what's happening now if 2018 didn't happen, they'd be much further along. And I know the whole, oh, they wouldn't have Kyler Murray. You know, I, I, I get that also. But all in all, Jordan brought some interesting points, some interesting counterpoints to what I normally say on the show about Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray. He thinks Cliff Kingsbury is the guy. And I guess I can defend it. He said some interesting things about Kyler Murray as well. I, and I'm going to chat about him next, Lockdown Cardinals. All right, final segment. Locked on Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Thank you for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen every day. For your next listen, check out the Locked on, Locked on Sports Today podcast. The biggest sports of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. Jordan had some interesting things to say about Kyler Murray because, like, these are rational things that I've discussed on this show. I don't think Kyler Murray is the best quarterback in the NFL. I don't think Kyler Murray is perfect. I don't think Kyler Murray is flawless. I don't think he's the best leader right now. But as I've discussed, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen have kind of ruined the mold of how long it normally takes or has normally taken a quarterback to evolve into a star. Patrick Mahomes was a star this moment he stepped on the field. He was like Matt Flynn if Matt Flynn would have panned out with that six-touchdown game in uh, in Green Bay that that, com- that completely catapulted the rest of his career was Seattle and, and I think it was Oakland after. I think Patrick Mahomes came in and balled out in a, in a game that didn't matter at the end of the, his first year, and then he, he throws a million touchdowns in the first handful of weeks, his first full season, and the rest is all she wrote. That's not normal. The Josh Allen is closer to normal. Joe Burrow, not normal. That team had no business making the Super Bowl last year. Let's be honest. You can check out uh, James, uh, Jake Litzkow and James Rapine with Locked On Bengals. They do a great job over there. Like, the offensive line was terrible. He got sacked eight times in a playoff game. They won that game and they made the Super Bowl. That was wild. That was wild. But a lot of it had to do with Joe Burrow. You'd think his leadership, him and Jamar Chase, the offensive output. The, their offense may be, on paper, the best in football. Or was last year. I mean, especially with the emergence of T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd and Joe Mixon and blah, blah, blah. I mean, they got guys. But it kind of ruined the mold for leadership because those guys came in. Joe Burrow was like 100 years old already. Kyler Murray only started one full season in college. And pound for pound, he has been the best player on the field ever since he stepped on a football field when he was six. 
So there's like, and Jordan said, like there's some question marks surrounding him as a leader and the stuff on the, uh, you know, off the field, things like that. Like I, that's why the hesitancy to actually pay Kyler Murray. I think it's more of just Michael Biddle not wanting to lose a urinating contest. That's what I think. Um, but you know, but, but, but we don't know. So I like that Jordan was, he had, he had a different approach to the situation that I don't normally, that I don't normally discuss. He kind of questioned Kyler Murray and maybe that being the hiccup for why the Cardinals not getting a deal done with him yet, which I completely understand. Um, this just shows that there's so much we don't know yet about what's to come for the next handful of years for the Cardinals. We don't know. Just because Steve Kime said that Cliff that, that uh, Kyler Murray is their guy, he's their future, now he is. We'll see what happens when push comes to shove, mandatory minicamps, mandatory OTAs, the start of the preseason, start of the regular season if a, if a deal's not done. We'll see when push comes to shove. That's going to do, do it for me for the week. I'll talk to you Monday.